Some podcasts only have the mental aptitude and stamina to talk about one thing, but not this one. This is Meek with the Deets. Meek with the Deets. If it's the entertainment industry, singers, rappers, actors, sports, politics, we're talking about it. Plus, we cover health and fitness, workouts, mental health, positive affirmations, manifestations, and everything in between. Let's get on with the show! Buckle in and get ready for the ride. This is Meek with the Deets. with the deets is back with some deets so look i have three millennial children yes three children that are millennials and millennials get a hard rap but millennials are very smart i've learned a lot from my kids i know you're probably thinking like that sounds weird like how can she learn from her kids when she's supposed to be the one teaching the kids but see that's why a lot of you all messed up in society because you you can learn from your kids trust and believe you can learn from your kids you can definitely learn from these millennials but i have a very special millennial joining my podcast today my son malik we're going to get into some hot topics we're going to talk about ghosts (laughs) we're going to talk about can women raise men on their own or women can they raise sons on their own without a man in their life or in their environment. We're gonna talk about fame, fortune, and money. And we're even gonna get into a little bit of Robert. And stay tuned, you'll find out which Robert I'm talking about. What's up, y'all? I'm back. So this segment, I have the guest Riding along. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Got my son Lee. What up? What it do? Hey, you know, we're just gonna kick it. This is kind of like a freestyle segment of the podcast. But actually not a freestyle because I do have a topic I want to talk about. I actually had saved the photo on my phone just so I can remind myself. So it's been a pretty hot topic the past couple days i've been seeing it like on my instagram um it's about women raising women to be men basically um and so it kind of made me think about the old adage or maybe the old adage that women can't raise men or especially my generation because i'm generation x um a lot of uh, people my age, a lot of, you know, what it's the crack era. I was like a crack era kid. So a lot of us like kind of raised ourselves. So my question is to you, Malik. Okay, okay. Do you think a woman can successfully raise 
a son or well i just leave it at that because then I, then i'll tell you what i think okay uh yeah yeah i think that's possible because i mean i spent majority of my childhood with you here you know living with my mom so i mean i i turned out all right i turned out all right out I think I turned out pretty good, you know. I don't think it's too. I don't think it's no. Nah, I don't think. I don't think it could happen. I don't, I don't think. I don't. I'm probably one of the few people, cause I'm pro woman, uh-huh. of course. But a lot of women think that they can raise a son by themselves, and I don't think you can raise a boy to be a man, a woman, by yourself. Like you so, have to have some kind of. Yeah, I think like. I think most women smart enough to know that they need some type of father figure in their son's life when they raising a man. So like you gotta have like uncles, uh, cousins, you know, maybe like you know a little stepbrother, some you know people around you that's men that you can still hang with. But that's kind of like on a mom job to set up because the son can't necessarily set those relationships up. So again, it falls on the mom. So I think if the mom know to do that, yeah, the mom. Because you have some women that, that won't even do that. Like, they just think, like, I don't need a man to raise my son. I can raise my son by myself. And that was the uh, kind of like what the picture was. It was like, we're raising women to be men. And and that's saying, like, women think that I don't need no man. No. Nah, I just do it myself. I feel, like, I feel like that's the stubborn way to think about it. Uh, you know, I feel like once you take out that animosity towards the 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 men in general because probably that's probably where it stemmed from you probably had a bad running with your your be your baby daddy or maybe you know something happened in your past with men where you just like forget men you know what i'm saying like no i don't think that's i don't think that's really going to help the situation like once you get that out your head i feel like you'll go ahead and put men in your son life and, and put your son in like some extracurricular maybe like football basketball or something you know get them Get him hanging around men and everything, and he'd be hard. He'd be hard. But I think, I mean, you did fairly well with it, so I think. Family? That was hard as hell. You did very well. I mean, you didn't show it, though. Yeah, you didn't yeah, show it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I enjoyed my childhood. <laughs> it wasn't bad. And then, like I said, you put, you made sure I still had relationships with, like, I still was talking to my dad and still yeah. hanging out with my dad. Me and my dad still had a relationship. My uncles, you know, my cousins, my brother, you know, so, I mean, it's not. Yeah. It's not. It's not completely impossible. It's definitely possible. Yeah, I, I don't think I was um, a selfish uh, mother. No. Like um, I didn't feel like, or not just not selfish, but I knew that I couldn't do it by myself. Yeah. Um, like the condom thing, and I, that's just something I didn't want to deal with. I mean, <laughs> like, no, no. I'd rather just have. I didn't want to deal with that. I don't know how women want to like deal with that by themselves. Like that's just so crazy. Unless you, like I said, stubborn, and you think you don't need nobody else to help you raise a child. You, you gonna, you gonna need help. You gonna. Everybody needs help. Like, I mean, nobody yeah. can do it on their own. It take a village to raise a child, right? Yeah, I wasn't ready for the condom talk. Yeah, that was yeah. uh, that was out of my realm. I mean, it was pretty easy. It was pretty. It, it was fairly. It wasn't bad, you know. I pretty much, you know, I, I already heard and seen in the music videos and everything how it pretty much works. So, <laughs> in the music, know. I thought they taught you how to have sex ed class, like something with the like banana that. and yeah, stuff. Something like that. Get down. Get down. Something like that, though. But I mean, you know, it was fairly easy. I already, I, I ain't gonna say I already knew what I was doing, but I, 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 I got the gist of it. I got the gist of it. I got the gist of it. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I just always, you know, that was that's like a hot topic between, you know, a lot of females nowadays. It's just always like. But you do see a lot of females trying to do it independently, and I don't think I think they should probably try to find some type fatherly figure or manly figure to you know help with bringing up their son, uh, whether it be an uncle or like you know maybe a cousin if they had a, a close cousin that was a boy growing up, you know maybe you know bring him around more because it, it does help. Like I mean, and truth be told, you see a lot of young boys wanting that you know like kind of like brotherly fatherly bond in their life so they kind of yeah like i know i may not have voiced that opinion but i was definitely looking for that growing up oh. i looked forward to that connection with you know all my uh kind of like old uncles and cousins and you know my my big brother and everything like that so but you think but do you think like if you if you if you grew up like not having that it's like you can't want what you never had like so like if a if a boy grows up none of that around like all women no father figure no male figure like he's not even gonna have a you think i don't think they're gonna turn out the same i mean i don't think i would have turned out the same had i not had my dad and like you know around to you know mold me help mold me my uncles my cousins my friends that were dudes like i feel like I had some kind yeah, of male if I didn't thinking. have that around, I would have probably, I probably wouldn't be the same. Like, and I'm be honest, I don't want to look at it like that. But sometimes, you know, the boy could turn out a little bit more, you know, feminine, not want to do more of the manly things, the masculine things. Growing up, once he gets to that age, he's not accustomed to doing the masculine things because he's not around men. So it's, you know, it's weird to him, and you know, he feels kind of like an outsider. He could possibly, you know, feel like mm-hmm. he's he's different from the rest because he's not used to doing these masculine things. So, best to get him accustomed while he's young. And do you think that? Because I also heard like um, one of my coworkers. I'm not gonna say his name, Marcus, but um, he was saying that he he didn't he grew up without his father like i mean his father was around but his father was like some bullshit type dude i guess but mm-hmm. so he learned how not to be yeah from his father. so the way he he has two sons mm-hmm. so he's he kind of like teaches them how to be from what his father didn't do so yeah to speak. i mean sometimes you take like you take the good with the bad and you kind of learn from it all so of course you learn what not to do from but that's something like even fathers say like, I guarantee you, unless he's, like, completely just trash, that most fathers will say, like, I want my son to learn or my kid to learn from my mistakes. Oh, and, yeah, true. You know, like, that's what my dad say all the time. He, you know, I want y'all to learn from the stuff I did wrong. Yeah. Most, that's that's typically what, that's how the cycle works. Unfortunately, it sucks. I don't know if I like that, though. It's not a, but it's kind of like, it's kind of like you look at, like, all the bad stuff that happened in the world. Not all of it, but some of the stuff, like, where would we be if it didn't happen? Type yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I hate to talk about a tragedy like that, but, like, you, you look at it, like, the same way. Like, but, like, learning from your mistakes. Yeah, like, learning from your mistakes. Like, what like happened if you didn't drop that bomb on, 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 on Nika, Nika, what's that, uh, uh, 1944? Uh, the world oh, Hiroshima? Hiroshima. What would, happen, what would we be if we didn't? What would we be if we didn't? So, you know, you learn from be your mistakes. Might be better, but we learn from it. True. So it's the same way, just on a lesser scale. You know what I mean? Like you, your father sometimes makes mistakes, and you just gotta learn. You know that that's not how you gonna bring your kids up, and that's not. What yeah. you're gonna do. But I guess as a parent, 
for me, I try to, I, like, I don't even want y'all to learn from my mistakes. Like, I'd rather y'all learn from my success. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just kind of. Yeah, but sometimes kids can get the image that, like, if all you're learning from is success, that's what you think is out there in the world. That's good. Only success. No, nah, think that's good because because you gotta learn from you. You gotta know that failure happens. Like I don't care how big you get and how much success you have in between all those successes, you're gonna have a failure. Whether it be like even like take a basketball player, he can make fifty shots in a row. He gonna miss one eventually. Eventually, that would be considered a failure. You made fifty in a row, now you missed one. You know what I mean? So it's like it's gonna happen. It's 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 kind of like it's in it's scientifically impossible to avoid failure. You think? I hundred percent think sometime throughout your life everybody's going to fail at something. But what what makes it a failure? Like why is I it mean it could be a small failure, like you could lose in Uno. <laughs> I mean it, it could be a small failure, but you're not gonna be successful. You're not gonna be number one at everything you do. The or best each at or, or you each do. failure can be um looked at as a, a, a one step closer to success yeah i mean because you you learn from the failures because so you, 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 you don't you you won't know what you have unless you experience what you don't have right so essentially kinda. yeah but i mean like i said you learn from the failures yeah. like you learn like i mean you touch a hot stove ah it burned you learn let me not touch the hot stove again. some people keep touching it though some people do keep touching it because they think they, you know, the human torch. But, Teflon Don. Yeah, but I mean, they learn eventually. Yeah. They eventually learn. So, when you have kids, like, what do you think you like? What kind of parenting style you think you might you gonna have? Like, what's going? I hate to say it, but I feel like as far as sternness and strictness goes, I'm gonna be kind of similar to my dad. Really? Because I feel like that stuck with me as much as, and then as far as like fun and and and, and you know like I'm gonna still have that side with me because I I know both those sides of my parents. So you know I'm you was kind of like the you know the the fun parent all the time 24 7 and it wasn't until my teenage years that my dad kind of oh became yeah the, the joking parent he would joke oh stuff. okay but i would you pick that i witnessed both strictnesses like your strictness and my dad's strictness. i felt both schools you know what i'm saying like I, I got whoopings by both my parents you know i i learned from both you know both my parents telling me not to do this not to do that both of them explaining it in their own way so i feel like strictness as far as that goes what stuck with me the most was my dad's disciplinary actions um as far as like you know loving nurturing of course i got those memories you know most of the, the i would say funner ones were from from my mom you know what i mean you got more <laughs> of that love and nature from my dad bonded most kind of like i remember him yelling at me as i'm running through the track breathe in through your nose out through your mouth like and i'm dying going across the track like that's that's my bonding moments with my dad for real. So it's kind of like I feel like I'm gonna be kind of like a mix of both. I don't know. I don't want to be the strict parent, but I feel like I'm gonna have to be <laughs> because uh, somebody likes to have too much fun. <laughs> so you know, I feel like I'm gonna have to be. Yeah, I was kind of like um, thrown into being the um, disciplinary one, but you know, I, yeah, yeah, yeah I, that's that wasn't my. Um, 
that's not my uh, natural instinct to be like the strict disciplinary one. I was kind of like forced into it, but you probably pushed you to that. Uh, yeah, to that uh, to that moment a couple times. Yeah, <laughs> we but... probably deserved it. We had it coming, probably. <laughs> so I had to like you know jump into like the mom and dad role sometime. Like God, yeah. I can't just be the playmate. Yeah, yeah. The one taking all the pictures, making y'all um, pose. But, but it take a, like I was saying though, it take a village though. Cause remember, I remember one time you called my uncle. Uh huh. Like so, I mean, like my uncle was the one that disciplined me. Uh huh. So it's like, I mean, like I said, it take a village. Yeah, that's just because I don't know. I, I just it's it's hard. It was hard for me. I don't know yeah. about other women. It's hard disciplining a, a son. Yeah. And then I mean, you did fairly well with it though. You 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 hit me with her a lot of times as far as like. The thing with with you though, you whooped me when you needed to, but you didn't have to. Like you punished me in ways like making me sit in my room for days. Like that stung harder than I'd rather get a whooping and be able to go do what I want to do than sit in my room for days on end, no TV, books, prison food, like right. you know what I mean? Like it was like you 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 kind of like was more mental punishment where my dad was more like physical punishment um but i will say some of the the reasons why i got some of the physical punishment <laughs> stuck like stuck so those those you know those physical punishments kind of like they, they stuck and then you gotta of. i guess you gotta kind of see like what how your child is going to be like you can't really determine how you're going to discipline some until children you, don't need this right like, as far as like as far as uh Whippings with a belt. Some right. children, or whippings in general, um, some children don't even need an aggressive parent. You know, as far as like yelling and screaming, sometimes all you gotta do is talk to your kid. Like, yeah, your generation, the, uh, y'all do a lot of talking to the. I'm gonna be honest to the kids. Like our generation need to need to break out that leather a couple more times <laughs> than they than they. Yeah, made. y'all do a lot of talking. Yeah, a lot of talking, a lot of you know negotiating, exact bargaining. Yeah. With the kids. I don't, I don't remember that growing uh, up for uh, me. Uh, there yeah, wasn't no choice. bargains. Like, yeah, you know, you was going to do what you was told. And you was going to face the consequences. <laughs> you know, I mean, to each his own. And, and like I said, with some kids, it worked. Yeah. Like, I know for Michaela, uh, she didn't have to really get what was growing up. She could be talked to in a calm manner. And just she Straight didn't know up. how serious it was. Yeah, that's what I say. You gotta, I guess you got to see what kind of, like, how your kid personality is going to be. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But some kids don't don't need one because I kind of like need a little. Yeah, he's a, a little stuff. A couple, a couple, couple more times than not, I, I needed that <laughs> little, you know, straighten me out, put me back on the right path. And it also depends on your environment too. That's why I had to get y'all out of the hood. Yeah, I think the environment plays a part too. For sure, for sure. Like I feel like I feel like the things I was interested in when I was living up there changed when I came down here. Mm-hmm. Like by kind of like default, like I was still worried about certain things. Like you know, of course, you always worry about as a young boy chasing girls and you know playing sports and you know hanging out with your your friends and stuff like that. But as far as like what I wanted to, what people were doing that I hung out with, it changed yeah. from Capitalized Maryland to Brian's Road Maryland. Like, it really changed. So. Yeah, because some of those kids, one of those. um Remember you said one of those guys was like on the news. They started like doing home invasions and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like one crazy. of them started doing like home invasions and started breaking the houses. And one of them, who was probably more so suited for life down in Brian's Road, <laughs> uh, I, I want to say, if I'm not mistaken, he he told, and like 
was getting real like they was harassing them you know of course they kids it was kids at the time so it wasn't like no you know like he may have died but they was harassing them pretty bad you know every time they seen them they wanted to beat them up and stuff like that so yeah i had to get y'all out the hood that was like my top priority yeah i mean you got us down here and i ain't gonna lie life is a lot better down here it's a lot more peaceful <laughs> i ain't gonna lie I like it's a it. lot slower it's calmer. a little bit slower i didn't i didn't enjoy it or start you know like really enjoying it until i got older and got out of high school oh you really know, once i you know being a being a teenager you know how it is you want to go back to the for some reason i don't know why but you want to you want to go you like that environment you know what i'm saying you kind of like drawn to that environment that urban culture um but it wasn't until i grew up and got out of high school where i like kind of like things slowed down that i like down here more than i like being up you know dc yeah Capital but you got school. old soul anyway mm-hmm. like i like to step outside and sit on my porch and <laughs> like know, an smoke, old man. smoke and drink you know what <laughs> like i'm saying play a little cards you know what i'm saying just politic, you know, wave at the neighbors and stuff like that, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, step I don't outside. wave at my neighbors. Step outside, you don't wave at I don't really talk to my neighbors either, though. I'm going to be honest. My neighbors, and, you know, God forbid they ever hear this podcast. Hopefully it never reaches that, that stage. <laughs> my neighbors a little weird. Like, I don't, like, every neighbor is just different. Like, every neighbor, one neighbor right next door to us has known us since, like, forever because you know of course that's the house kayla grew up in so i go over there sometimes i've seen her a hundred thousand times she still act like she don't know me <laughs> she still act like she don't know me like she like speed walks to the car when we come outside at the same time like i'll be having a force that hey how you doing people are weird yeah the other neighbor i don't know if her son is slow or what but he is different <laughs> he's different challenged yeah he's definitely challenged <laughs> i don't know if it's mentally or emotionally he's challenged <laughs> oh my god yeah i don't talk to my neighbors i'm not i never been a um neighborly type person yeah, like, yeah, yeah. some people just like get too neighborly they're like friend friends they invite the neighbors over lie. to the cookout you know what's crazy when i moved down here <laughs> we moved down here i thought this was like the bring cookies to the neighbor. I was uh, waiting for somebody to bring us cookies to the bring us Like I seen in the movies in the suburbs. Like, I ain't think like, you know, I, I'm coming down here. I'm thinking like the neighbor's going to bring a cake to welcome us to the neighborhood. We ain't getting nothing. We ain't getting none of that. We got the police called on us a couple times. Like, and it was from then. I knew. Yeah. We like, the neighbor we, type. This ain't the neighborhood that we thought it was. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but speaking of old soul, that reminded me too. Um, old school music mm-hmm. all right so so your generation like old school music to most of y'all it's like 90s music <laughs> so make me feel, make me feel old as hell yeah, yeah, yeah. but most... to you old school is really like my old school like yeah. like teddy p yeah and g my favorite artist you know who my favorite artist is I'm a Rick James. that man better than michael better than michael nah. better than michael jackson just better what singing or better i'm i mean michael jackson will forever be the best entertainer uh-huh. nobody because what's cause so good about rick james is better than michael jackson but as far as writing music and making music rick james makes be- the best music he literally touched so he st- he made different types like he had that you know smooth talk to you know saying cruise with your lady really get you know get some you know that smooth play shit. then he had that you know what i'm saying kind of like 
that different like you can kind of like maybe rock and roll it a little bit depending on what you want to call it like put it this way you know who you remind me a lot of he better than him but oh you know my prince Huh? He better than Prince, but she but, 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 lost your but mind. Rick James and Prince and Michael Jackson, that's all kind of like how they kind of touch different cultures and everything with making music. Cause you know Michael Jackson got the we are the world. Let's look at the words. But you picked the most when I common came song. home last night. But you picked the most common song. Can I pick a Rick yeah, James yeah, song? Can I pick a Rick James pick song? One. Can I pick a Rick James song? Huh? You know what I'm going to play. You know what I'm going to play. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Can't go to your go. Now, this is my wedding song. And this is with Smokey. Smokey made it. Come on now. Come on now. You think they were in the studio together? Right? This is like top five. I'm going to come with that. I didn't know he said Miss Brown. Hey, there, Miss Brown. Yeah, I'm telling you though. If you really go back and listen to the Michael Jackson music and the Rick Daniel music, the music was better, but Michael was more entertaining. Does he do all? Michael that? had some good songs. He don't get me wrong. He definitely had some good songs. He definitely. But you want to know what's crazy? A lot of people don't think this. Little Michael was better than the older Michael. Like yeah, Black like, Michael. I, Black Michael into his teenage, early twenty years. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, like into his early twenties, maybe, maybe right after that Pepsi commercial when he fell out of step, messed up his head, messed up his head, and everything. Yeah, I know, like, crazy. I think that really fried a couple brain cells. Oh, medicine and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but 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 before that, now Michael was a man. Michael was bad. Michael, Michael was bad. I ain't gonna lie to you. Oh, my God. Two Michael Jackson Michael was, so bad. Michael was bad. Now, but Rick James. I had no Rick James album. I gotta get a Rick James album. Rick James. I got a long Rick James. Like and um, Marvin Gaye. Yeah, Teddy P was like that too. Teddy P. Teddy P. Marvin Gaye. Uh, Luther Vandross. You know, you can't forget about Luther. Can't forget about okay. it. Some Luther Vandross. You can't forget about it. Little Anitra. Come on now. Come on now. Now that's one thing I do gotta probably expand more into, like you know, like women. Uh, old school women. Old school women. Like Patty. Like, like yeah, I got a little bit of Patty, Gladys. a little bit of Tina, a little bit of Gladys. Uh, uh, uh. What's 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 Shorty and Beyonce? Oh. Beyonce played. I like her too. What's her name? Um, I'm thinking Bertha Kid. No, I, I thought it was like.
guitars is his own, you know, person and entity, and he play with different people, and they don't consider themselves bands no more, but they are bands. They need to bring back it. some bands. We yeah. need some bands like New I mean, Edition. If you think about it, they are boy bands and stuff. Yeah, New Edition, yeah, yeah. But, Drew Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, Jodeci. Um, 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 what's my man back? Not uh, Boys the Men. Boys the man, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the yeah. one with the twins? Cupid. <laughs> it doesn't lie. What's the one with the twins? I don't know. I can't remember their name. The twins. Meet me at the yard. Oh, oh, Jagged Edge. Oh, Jagged Edge. Okay. Jagged Edge. Jagged Edge. I cannot remember the twins. Yeah, the twins. I can't remember their name. I was trying to think of who should do the next verses. I'm like, it should be Drew Hill against Jagged Edge. That would be a fire yeah, verse. Or they should go like, they should, they should probably like, I don't know. I think they should go like old school. We can find somebody like old old school that's still around and have them come out. Smokey Robinson? Nah. Because nah. the Ashley Brothers already been on there. That joint yeah, was lit. That joint was kind of. You know what would be a good versus? <laughs> they should do that joint from jail too. R. Kelly. No, hey, you wanna know what's crazy though? <laughs> hey, hey, nah, hey, nah, hey, nah. We gonna talk about that. We gonna uh-uh, talk about uh-uh. that. We gonna talk about. Oh that. no. All right, people. Look. All right. I get what he did was wrong, y'all. I get what he did was wrong. But his music is essential to black culture. We cannot exile. You can't his music. mute R. Kelly. You can't mute his mute. It's impossible. So we can it's mute, impossible. We can mute Robert. Let's just yeah, that. Let's like, mute that's what Robert. I'm saying. Like we and, and let's keep R. We Kelly. ain't celebrating his birthday or nothing, <laughs> but when 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 the song come on, on the radio <laughs> and the cookout, just go ahead and let it ride. Because yeah. let's be honest, everybody got a memory when they hear R. Kelly song. Like everybody like think about like, damn, I remember I was at XYZ place or what I was doing around this time in my life. Like R. Kelly got and the then hits. and then he's the best. Music writer yes, ever. I agree with you. Ever. On that. Like, nobody is better than R. Kelly ever. Like, come on now. Come on now. Like, Gigolo, getting he, all I mean, I'll be honest. That'd be like, that'd be like, if I found out, like, that'd be like, if somebody, <laughs> the owner of Chick fil A, was secretly recorded saying he nigga, hates nigga, black nigga. people. Like, bro, like, the N word, like, I'm talking about dropping it. Like, nigga, 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 Oh, like the pie pipe, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, what was that song? What was that song? Uh, god dang it, when he was bald hair, R. Kelly, oh, back in the day, it fast or something? Um, um, honey, love is the age ain't nothing but a number or something oh. like that. Now, now that I heard that, I'm like, yeah, I can't really, I, I gotta cancel that song because he, he getting caught. With some girls that's underage. But Keith Sweat was like, you may be young, but you're ready. But how young you talking about? I don't know. Like, I don't you know. talking what like over 18, maybe mm-hmm. can't get a drink at the bar young? or I'm going to be real controversial. I'm going to be real controversial with this now. I'm not saying what R. Kelly did wasn't wrong. But I am saying and he ain't the only one that was doing that stuff. He's not the only Epstein. one still doing uh, you notice how they swept that stuff under the rug, though. That's you know he why. killed himself. Stop. Yeah, man. I'm just saying, as far as like the people he was in cahoots with, uh huh. They really gonna sweep that under the rug. And the girl got less time than yeah. R. Kelly. Yeah. The yeah. lady they just said, you yeah. know, she uh, got Gillian Maxwell. Yeah, both of them got 
sent us, and she got less than R. Kelly. Yeah. She was she was bringing the bringing the hoes to the Epstein. Yeah, well, I mean we ain't gonna call them hoes. <laughs> I mean, the young, ladies, the young ladies, the girls, they, they girls. But they not know what they do, you know what I'm saying? But nah, I mean, personally speaking, though, you know how that's going to go. Like, look at R. Kelly and look at Gillian. Look at, look at, look at, li- listen to the names. Who you think going to get more time? The person they call R. Kelly or the lady named Gillian? Robert. Exactly. I'm just saying, like, you know. So we're not muting R. Kelly. We mute muting Robert. His music, but we muting his, his we muting him. <laughs> poor R. Kelly, but not poor Robert. <laughs> anyway, we're going to take a pause, take a little break. We'll be back with more chit chat with Malik about R. Kelly. We're going to jump into finances. We're going to talk about if he believes in ghosts. And lots of other interesting topics. So if you like the first half, stick around for the second half. Keep working out. Keep eating right. Keep living healthy mentally. Meek with the deeds. Keep working out. Keep eating right. Keep living healthy, mentally, meek with the deeds. Alright, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, Kelly and not Robert. Yeah, no, no, no. We muting. We muting. We, we can even mute R. Kelly in a sense. We just can't mute his music. You feel me? Like, he not getting booked for no more shows when he He's get still out. on iTunes, I think. Because we can't mute his music. Like They say he in jail, um, Probably making my man dance for his commissary. Dance and sing for that commissary. They said, yeah, baby, I'm good. They said, right. they said the inmates be um, asking him to call their like, family members for their, for their birthday and sing to them. Hey, yeah. this, this is our kid. Happy birthday. He's, getting, extor- yeah, he's yeah. getting extorted in there. He's, yeah. getting, he's yeah. getting extorted. They well, put money I, on his books. I ain't going to say probably extorted, but he's probably making life more comfortable for oh, himself. Oh, yeah. He's a celebrity in jail. He probably got it sweet. The guards and probably I mean, treat him sweet. Yeah, truth be told, you know what you're in there for. So, you know, it's best to just play nice, you know. Cause yeah. From what I heard, that's not really something they uh they welcome into prison, you know. But see, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, like Child molesters and what would be considered predators and stuff like that. Do they look at him as a predator, you think? He, could, he should be looked at as a you look as at predatorial. Him? I mean, yeah. I, and I would... Yeah. Yeah. It's no way to sum it up. I mean, the girls just be young. I can't believe the women that... I'm um, 25 and I wouldn't think about, you know, messing with no girl at them ages. He was messing, picking up them girls. like. You but know. he still got a lot of fans that blame the women and blame the parents and blame so this is the my, girls. This is how I look at it. They're like, you, the parents shouldn't have let their... You as R. Kelly knew what you were doing was wrong. Now the parents have some fault in the situation too, but because they get paid. But the ultimate, the ultimate person behind it, behind the whole thing, he was Robert. Was Robert. Yeah, like, I mean, he knew what he was doing was wrong. Like, he knew you shouldn't have messed with those Most entertainers have a um a dual personality. Yeah, I mean, and, and truth be told, a lot of people in that industry, once they get to that type of height in their career, I mean, he was past his prime. He was really like, 
he would be he was considered one of the greatest musicians yeah. that ever walked in. His his prime had came and gone. So I mean he just thought he was untouchable probably. If he was doing it when he was first getting into the industry, and he probably was. And got, I mean, they say he was. Yeah. I don't know if you watched the little. Uh huh. I watched. They say he was. You know, the ball head Kells was pulling up. <laughs> ball head Kells a cornrow straight back. Ball head, you know, straight back was kind of like my era. Oh yeah, ball head was early, early. He was mm-hmm. I mean, they said ball head Kells was out front of the the high school picking up young like freshmen. It wasn't no. Sophomores and seniors and juniors, they was freshmen, like freshmen. But that's what I'm saying. It's like but they, they hold um entertainers to a higher standard, I think. Like as far as what I mean, nah, I feel like decency is decency. So decency like when when uh Kobe Bryant got in trouble with that girl, mm-hmm. it's like they people look at entertainers like they are flawless. Now that is something, yeah, I agree with you on that. So, because now I feel like it's because everybody is everybody with all of their opinions can be in their business. Like I'm pretty sure people found out like if we were at the you know tippy top, like we were celebrities and people found out some of the stuff mistakes we probably made, they probably, you know, be like, Yeah, that person wrong, this person will think I'm not wrong. You know, it's because you got a million and one people kind yeah. of like in your business. You but they put you, they, they put entertainers up on this pedestal like they're not human and they're human. And so when they do something like Kobe, um, I, but I feel like some of these people that think what they think and think how they think will think the same about a person, you know, regular Joe Schmo. It's just their personal opinion. But yeah. like I said, you're a celebrity, so you have all of these different people in your business with their different. Mm-hmm. So of course you look like you on a higher pedestal because you're select- it's all about being like moving the right way, kind of like I mean yeah, I feel like you like celebrity, in the fishbowl. Yeah, I feel like if you were a celebrity, like you can't be moving stupid. Like Kevin Hart, when Kevin Hart got bagged up, cheated, and they had my man, they taking pictures. You can see through the back, through the car, the whole shebang. Like he riding the jump, no tents, like. You gotta move kind of like TMZ is everywhere. Not even that though, but you like going, you going places with the person. Like, you gonna move like that, bro. You need gear come to the room. You go in the room, you chilling in the room, and then her come up to the room. Like, you feel me? That way they can't prove who was fault. You be one of your partners. Yeah, I don't think I want (laughs) to be like superstar celebrity. I'll just rather be like genuine celebrity, like a local celebrity. Uh, 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 (laughs) A topic, a topic come growing up for us was: Would you rather fame or would you rather fortune? So I, I always pick the fortune. Cause yeah. now don't get me wrong, fame will get you a lot of things, but fame gonna get you probably a comp mid. Yeah. You feel me? Like fame gonna probably get you a free section. Yeah. But fortune, like fortune gonna get you uh uh income that you know just you know you can you can make money off your money. You feel and me? you can still be normal and go to food line if you wanted to go to food line go. Without people harassing you, like genuine. It wasn't until I go to mom's organic. It wasn't until I started working at Sears <laughs> and, and started filling out people's credit card applications and hearing their yearly salary or monthly salary that I realized you can touch, you can brush elbows with somebody and make nine hundred k a year, and they write in Sears in a Yale T-shirt and some uh, uh, ashy khaki shorts, buying the whole goddamn kitchen set. That's just how that's I, how I want to be. Me too, though. Me too. Like, I don't, I don't wanna, want I don't people want to know. Yeah. I don't want people to know. Just let me have my money. Yeah, I mean, I personally take the money. 
I'll take the money. Take the money and um, the freedom because wealth is freedom. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but with fame, there's no, no freedom. freedom. Because everywhere you go, somebody will. And then picture if you got fame and not fortune. Like, because you know, a lot of people out here be. Be, that the be famous, uh-huh. that be broke, yeah, like be living paycheck or uh-huh. gig to gig. So uh-huh. you got think, what if you got paparazzi following you around everywhere and you already stressed because you're not really living like right a celebrity, uh-huh. but you're being treated like one. and you just driving your um Hyundai Genesis. You know what I'm saying? Just, like, <laughs> I mean, even you know, you may be hopping in a Porsche, you know but saying? that just don't have a tank. Like you feel yeah. like quarter tank of gas. Like uh-huh. you work like that though. It work like that like some people really have some people yeah fame. some people want fame i don't know why they want fame like i i, I know somebody i'm not gonna speak on it too much i don't know if they listen to my podcast but i just feel like they really like chasing the fame yeah i mean personally for like, me, i don't want to be you i don't want to be it ain't gonna get i don't want to walk down the street and people be all in my business yeah no, all in my face it ain't, it ain't gonna get you nowhere being you like, can't even be at a restaurant can't even eat without somebody you know that's what I'm saying. Chasing fame, though, it's not going to get you nowhere. You got to chase the money because the fame will come with the money. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to be looking. They're going to be pocket watching you. And not, not in a bad way, but they're going to see you getting money. So that's going to bring fame and, and attention to you. So if you want that for real, then you chase that by getting money. You get some people like um, Lil Northwest, she don't, like, she don't like the fame. But I'm just like... I wouldn't either, though, because she got money. Right. But, but she don't stay... She probably got more money so than me thing. at 10 years old than I ever made in my entire life. So should she just stay home? Because she doesn't no. like the paparazzi. She it don't work that way. So but, should she just... But she, I understand why she does. She has money already. But she yeah. should expect the paparazzi because she's famous. She like, it's like, it's like Oprah saying, you know, when she's out and about, don't ask me no questions about well-being or you know what i'm saying like don't act and that's oprah that's what oprah is known for like mm-hmm. giving advice so mm-hmm. like northwest she like goes out in public and think nobody's gonna notice but her. what is northwest known for this really northwest nothing so i'm saying little she don't even want them taking pictures like she she kind of like but you gotta think she's been like this been happening since she came out the womb right so why she not used to it She's probably annoyed by it at this point. Like, it's probably, like I mean, you come out the womb to a thousand how cameras she know flashing. Like to be like, what do you mean regular? Because she's never been. She's never been. She regular. probably watched TV. <laughs> well, she, she probably look at her cousins. And she too, probably uh, got friends. Who, and her cousins, they don't pay the cousins. But you gotta online. think. But you gotta think. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West don't own their whole neighborhood. Yeah, there's people in the neighborhood that live in the neighborhood that we don't know. Yeah, and they so, probably just ride around and, and they ride their bike. Nobody following them. She probably can't even hang out with her normal friends that are millionaires, and they mm-hmm. can do the same thing as her. But she can't even hang out with them because she has fame and fortune. Is they that her mom's fault? In a sense, yeah. Like, I mean, I feel like the Kardashians, that whole thing is like, I look at them as a drug organization. They might as well get the Rico charge. <laughs> They're a criminal organization, what? and you can't tell me and convince me otherwise. They are a criminal organization. You cannot convince me otherwise. Why a criminal organization? They're, they have to be. They have to be. The dad was a lawyer. They have to be. Right. Right. Just think about it. So you know how to break and get away with all laws. And I mean, that's just, it's criminal. It's, it's just like, hold on, hear me out now, hear me out. I'm not saying it's criminal, but there's something up with the Kardashians. 
Like what though? There's something up with they, the Kardashians. Chris is just Hear smart. Hear me out. Hear me out. No, Chris is Chris is smart, but they I feel like they make their own issues. I feel like oh, yeah. they don't even be having real mm-hmm. problems and then like they make their own problems. Like, Definitely. I feel like that sex tape was released on purpose. We we know it was. Yeah. Chris Chris released it. That was all part of yeah, Chris's plan. Like, and I mean just think that grew their like that grew their entity. I kinda be thinking like it I started did. with Kim. Kim became the multi I should have did something like that though with y'all. I was like I should have put instruments in y'all hand like made y'all be I was about to say release our sex tape. No what? Huh? We were like Huh? Like, I should have been like one of those type of parents who like make it like Joe Jackson was yeah. with the Jackson. Like, get, get the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, y'all kind of try to like y'all kind of try to keep me in football. But yeah, I, but I, I ain't go hard enough. I should have just been like one of those kind of parents that just like real stern with it. But then you you gotta think like look at the Jacksons like how many horror stories they oh, have. Yeah. They're like and they all messed up. Not, all of them messed up. But they got that money. Yeah, but the money does. Yeah, I, I was looking at that on the um internet. I forgot what I was reading, and it was like I forgot who said it, and it was like you can have all the money in the world, but you still it still won't make you happy. No, it won't. I mean, personally, if you, I I would be happy with, and we was having a, me and my friends was having a conversation where they were. I didn't get the chance to answer in the group chat, but they was talking about how if you make a hundred k a year. Or ninety k a year, you're content if you don't want more. And I personally don't agree with that. Give me a hundred k a year, I can enjoy life. Like I can enjoy life. Mm. Now, am I gonna stop at a hundred k? No. But if I don't obtain more throughout, if it takes me until I'm fifty years old to start generating a hundred k a year income, it is what it is. I'm going to enjoy that hundred k. Like I'm not going. On. I think most people when they make a certain amount they start um buying more shit basically yeah so i feel like yeah got, it's like a cash 22 if you make that much money you can't spend that much money because then in the in the meantime you ain't gonna have no money it's like a cash 22 like yeah give me give me and then, you can be content with it and as now, long as you live within your means and i'm talking from a 25 year old's perspective but give me a 100k salary i'll be fine i'll be happy i'll probably be able to make other hustles off that 100k and be able to live yeah i don't think you will live above your means no like i mean i don't have a 100k a year worth of means like i mean <laughs> i made half of that last year and was comfortable enough mm-hmm. to you know enjoy life so I know I don't have a hundred k a year means I don't even I don't know how I would spend a hundred k. I don't. I could probably spend it in one buy. I think if you, I think you're gonna want more if you get. Yeah, I would want yeah, more. Once but you at hit the it. same time, I'm not gonna stress myself over gaining more. If I yeah. were to not gain any more, yeah, if I were to fail at everything else I did outside of generating that hundred k a year income, but I still kept that hundred k a year income, I would not be mad. Like, say I'm still yeah. making my, like, I got a job that's generating 100K a year. And then I try to create these side hustles off that, but I fail. I would not be, I, I would not be upset that I fail. I would not regret that I fail. I'm generating 100K a year. In 10 years, I'll be a millionaire. Now, given the fact that, oh, I'll be, I'll, I'll be close to a millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's over there one time. He's over there one time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people money, more money, more problems. Yeah, like, like Biggie said, I'll be a millionaire. Give yeah. me twenty, I'll be. You think 
generally over a 10-year span, you make 100K a year, you probably spend, if you're smart, you probably can survive off, you know, probably, probably give or take 200K. Mm-hmm. 200K you can yeah, it's all, it's all about living within your means. Because, I mean, you're not going to buy a house outright not making no 100K a year. Right. And if you do that, it's going to take you five years, mm-hmm. and you're going to save 100K a year. So, mm-hmm. you're going to finance a house, you're going to finance a car. That's how the rich, you know, that's how the rich um get richer is through real estate. Yeah, and and through not using their own money, like you gotta think these credit card companies, they get one that you make a hundred k a year, they're gonna see you ten thousand. You know what I'm saying? They want want that interest. Yeah, they're making money off that interest. They're gonna tell you we're gonna give you twelve months, twenty four months no interest financing to stop. They're gonna sign up with you twenty four months no interest money. I have never. Yeah, they gonna give you twenty. That's what I see. That's how serious gets you. I have never been you on buy that a whole side. $20,000 kitchen because they give you 24 months to pay it off. $20,000 in 24 months. People trick. I've never been on that side of the spectrum. Me either. Me either. I've always got interest. Yeah. But I don't know. I I want I want a million. That's my goal is a million. So. Yeah. I mean, I want to be a millionaire too. But I'm going to be honest. If I don't become a millionaire, I don't think and I, I want to be short by maybe nine hundred thousand. I don't think I want to be a millionaire though. So life too short. I kind of just want to have financial freedom. That's what yeah. I want. And freedom, like I don't want to go to work. Yeah. Um, yeah. unless it's like my own company or something. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I don't want my own jobs, like yeah. my own hustles. That I right. Because you'd be excited about those mm-hmm. rather than going to work and doing what you're instructed to do by somebody else. Mm-hmm. So, That's why I'm always like listening and researching stuff. I I've realized over the over time that life is a little bit shorter than people expect um, or people think no, or imagine. You think? So yeah, because I mean, time flies. Like I'm gonna be honest with you. Like I sit back and sometimes, like at night before I go to bed, I sit there and I be like, "Damn, I'm 25 years old. Like, I feel like I'm blink and I'm 25. I was just 10." I was just 10, not worried about none of this stuff I'm worried about. But the successful people, the millionaires, the Bill Gates, the Oprahs, guess when they started make, being Bill Gates and Oprah, like in their 50s? But people got to realize, though, see, and I, I, don't, I like to be real. Like, I, I don't like to see, like, it's impossible to become a Bill Gates because you have Bill Gates, you have Oprah Winfrey's. But everybody, how many Oprahs and Bill Gates have there been since Oprah and Bill Gates? A lot. No, I'm saying as far as, like, Compared to the oh. the general population yeah, of the lot. world, not a lot. Like, come on now, you. It's the same people on that list. It's the same people on that list though every year. Jay Z. It's the same people that's been on that list. The African um old yeah. Tycoon. You may add one or two every decade, but it's the same people generally on that list. How is and that? then or the same families because even if you go back to the beginning of the time, like you know what I'm saying, where the the Buffets, the Buffets and, and 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 the um the Fords uh-huh. and, and uh the the, the, uh, the uh, Truman, I mean Truman, um what's the uh, Chrysler? Dude? Yeah, the dude in the train tracks and railroad people. Like, you, you, those oh, are Henry Ford. Yeah, like those are all like generational yeah, generational wealth. That's what I'm trying to build some generational wealth. That's my main goal. I'll be trying to like. And I I use Chris Jenner as kind of like not like a role model, but kind of like a teacher. Yeah, yeah. Trying to you know, cause I'm not 
trying to get wealthy just for me like i'm like that's like the last thing on the list i'm trying to get wealthy for y'all so y'all can have like that generational wealth that like they have that money they keep on going generation you after may, generation. Like, a lot of people don't realize generational wealth sometimes may not come in your generation you may just be the seed oh true you may just be the seed and, and your grandkid may end up becoming the tree that sprouts and becomes generational wealth. True. but you just may be the seed That'd be nice. Yeah, but I'm just saying, you may like make a little hustle that that generate a couple thousand a month, and grandson take it and turn it into a million dollar hustle. And True. There you go. Then it's generational wealth. But you started that hustle, so you know True. what I'm saying. Like, you may just be the seed. I'm gonna keep on going. You may man. just be the soil that that, that 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 the plant sprouts from. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because I refuse to like. I always just use how I grew up as a model of how I don't want to live. Like, I don't want to work two, three jobs all my life. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to be struggling, this, that, and the third. So. And the same from, from me, though. Like, I don't want to... Now, you see it goes down to, like, I watched you work my whole life. It may not have been three jobs, but I watched you work. So now it's like I'm at the mindset where I don't want to work. Like, I hate going to work. I hate it. Every day I get up <laughs> and going to work, I'm mad at myself. So I'm like, why do I work for a living? Why can't I generate? Why can't the money just work for me? Some sort of hustle where my money works for me. Yeah. Like, I wish I'd have been smarter growing up. Like, I wish I'd have just put a couple hundred in a bitcoin. Oh, yeah. A couple hundred. A lot of people missed out on you that. You know how many birthdays I could have just actually just added to bitcoin? Like, and still just I'm mad same, I missed out on that too. Same couple t shirts I had, same couple shorts I had. Because, like I said, I blinked and I went from 10 to 25. So, would those moments even matter? Like, would those moments really even matter now? Like, Mm-mm. Time flies, huh? Bummy, and you know what I'm saying. May not have the fly shoes then, but like, but then you could have millions, but still have the mummy shoes. Yeah, and stuff. Like, or, or have the shoes I want now. Cause I mean, let's be real. I ain't wearing no shoes from 2005. Mm-hmm. I ain't wearing no shoes. Ain't nobody wearing shoes that came out in 2005 right now. <laughs> so them shoes don't even matter. Man. I'm barely wearing my shoes I got in 2022. Exactly. And this is, you know, this is one of the things I've been thinking about. Like, I've been thinking a lot about, like, I've been thinking about that stuff too, like generational wealth and life and, and not working for a living and working for a living and not working two, three jobs for a living and, you know, busting my ass to get a lot of money. Yada, yada, yada. But to be honest, man, I'm at the point now I had to realize, like, you got to just enjoy, like, you got to just enjoy the time you get here because, like I said, life too short. Like, a lot of people don't wake up. A lot of people die. Like, I work at a hospital. I see people die. Like twenty years. That'll old, bring. That'll make. Yeah. Years that'll that'll gone. put things in perspective. Huh? Really Real fast. Like, and we 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 security, but they make us carry the bodies to the morgue. Like we go pick the bodies up and everything. So I see the age. I see the name. I see the and I do patrols. So I may walk through the third wing, the three south wing of the hospital. And I may see somebody one minute and I may get back down in my room and my office and they may be like, yeah, we need a body pickup for that same room I just walked past. That puts stuff in perspective. For sure. Real yeah, fast, yeah. huh? Yeah, it just puts stuff in perspective, bro. Like, I mean, my first, my first bad like, death I seen in the hospital was a kid. I couldn't take that. About four years old. And when they brought the kid in, the kid was being, uh, they were trying to resuscitate him. So pumping the kid's oh chest. God. Pumping the kid's chest. And the kid, probably within 10 minutes, they called him. Oh 
couldn't take that. Yep. I yep. couldn't work that. And and it's just like it's one of them things you kind of become immune to. Yeah. I hate to say it like that, but you kind of become immune to. But like I said, put you in a perspective to enjoy life because you realize like you you immune to it, but you able to deal with the fact you know that life is short. Yeah, you may not be here long. You, you gotta be. live for, for the day. Yeah, and, and, and for real, for real, fuck all that money because you you get buried the same way. Mm-hmm. Like you get treated the same way. Like we didn't have millions die. We didn't have people die with. Five thousand, ten thousand dollars on their like on the person that passed away. Like they have a lot of money on them, like, and they're in the same body bag as a whole person. Yep, that same body bag going in that same freezer. So it don't make no difference. It don't make no difference. I think I got like that though as I got older, but I'm still not used to death. Yeah. So I don't see it a lot, but I, I see it more, you know, because I'm older and a lot of people my age, you know generally uh, and older you're not that old. uh, um, well you know like people like people my age like their parents are yeah, passing yeah, away and stuff like that so i see right. it more now i'm getting a little more you still like it but no but i mean until it you never until you kind of deal with it every day you never gonna really get used to it but you never you gotta keep that in mind that you never know because you gotta have something to make you say let me just enjoy life and that's yeah. my something the fact that I really mean, like you could be here today and gone tomorrow—that's yeah. not something. Like, that's what makes me enjoy life. So that's a good motto to live, to live by. What? Here today, gone tomorrow. So you might as well just live like it's your last day, so to speak. Yeah, because I mean, it could be. It mm-hmm. could be. Uh, everybody knows somebody that they talked to just a couple days ago. Everybody got. I was just talking to such and such story, mm-hmm. and he gone now. You know, he mm-hmm. or she gone now. I was just talking to everybody. Had this story, so. Mm-hmm. You kind of got to use that to enjoy life. Okay, and lastly, that made me think of one last topic real quick. We got six minutes. Uh, good. Do you believe in ghosts? <laughs> Since you work at the hospital, I'm pushing them back. Yeah, I do. And then <laughs> you ever had an experience? Yeah, nah, nah, but yeah, at the same time. So, oh, the, so it's some weird stuff. Like, you see some weird stuff. You may walk through one part of the hospital, and the lights may just go out randomly. Nah. So you can't gauge on if that's an electrical problem or if that's a spiritual problem. You feel me? But like, yeah, I believe in ghosts. I don't even watch scary movies. But you had, have you had a ghost experience at work? Not like a full ghost experience. But like I said, it's you may like walk through like in the lights. You may hear a weird noise. But I know this part of the hospital empty. Like the OR closed at a certain time. So wow. past like eight o'clock, the OR is usually closed. So you walk through the OR and you hear something weird. You Look, like spirits all up in that joint. Probably. That's why I think when I go to work, it's like from the 1800s. I'm like, it's Thomas Jefferson and George Washington you know up the, in this joint. You know the HR building to my hospital was the, the what was the main hospital when the hospital first opened in like the 1800s. Damn. That joint definitely. Got slaves up in it's that definitely joint. some ghosts in there. They got slave ghosts. It's definitely some ghosts in there. You're not gonna tell me nothing. I'm not scared of ghosts. I mean, I believe in spirits. I'm scared of ghosts because I don't feel, I feel like, you know, like they may be, I don't know, I just don't trust them. They may be angry. <laughs> they can't do they nothing. Kill Why can't they? 
Ghosts can't do anything. They can't possess human bodies. No. Yes, they can. Spirits. No. How do you think they do oh, no, exorcism? They no, they can. Yeah, spirits and ghosts can do I know they had this thing on uh, Facebook, these women that like walk. And so they were like, we're going to walk the exorcist stairs because you know it's in Georgetown. I was like, nah, cancel that. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. <laughs> And they actually did too. Nah, I'm good. They came back in one piece? For now, but it, it was just last week. Oh, yeah. We'll watch them. So you ain't saying, um, you ain't saying, um, Candyman in the mirror? No. I used to do that Bloody Mary stuff when I was young kid. You know, rebellious kind of like had a little, you know, wanted to be, you know, bad, wanted to kind of like see if he could, you know, what would happen. No, not no more. I'm going to leave Not no more. I just started sleeping with the lights back off. <laughs> We watched the Conjuring about a, about a year ago. I ain't we watching watched, that. We watched uh-huh. all the Conjuring movies about a year ago. Boy, I, I sweet mom was sleeping oh, with the lights. I was sleeping with the I don't watch no ghosts. So, so I'm at the point now uh-huh. I can sleep with the lights off, but the TV got to be on. <laughs> That's one thing I don't like ghost movies. I can't uh-huh. do it. I can't do it. It's just too scary for me. Only reason I watch it is like when, like, only way I watch it is like if it's me and Kayla and we watching it together. Like, you know, like, I can be, like, kind of act like a tough guy. Keep your eyes open. But deep down inside, I'd be scared. I ain't watching it. In the dark? No, I'm good. <laughs> I'd be playing tough, but I'd be scared deep down inside. <laughs> well, it was nice chatting with your son, son. I appreciate you having me on here as a special guest. You know, hopefully we do numbers. You know, hopefully we do <laughs> astronomical numbers. Real guy. quick, one more, real quick, real quick. Who are you taking in your uh, uh your pick? Who are you taking in your pick? I don't your know because I mean I got like pick eight, so you know it's whoever falls to me. If it's a runner, a runner box, I'm gonna take a receiver. If it's a runner receiver, I'm gonna take a runner back. Okay. Get stop, man. I haven't figured it out yet. I haven't even started researching. Yeah, no, I'm definitely. I don't know. I don't know which one I'm gonna take. It depends. <laughs> it all depends. But one thing for sure, two things for certain. I hope he hear this. We ain't letting Joe Hannon win again. He didn't won too many goddamn times. <sighs> All right. <laughs> I appreciate you for having Thanks for coming out and chat with me. All right, y'all. I'll be back with uh, my episode, my, um, my segment. I know you fucking lying in a minute. Scratch that. I'm not even going to do that last segment, my uh, I know you fucking lying segment. This episode doesn't even need it. It was good without it. So thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to my podcast so you don't miss out when I post more episodes. And also, go on Linktree and follow all my social media pages. They can be found on Linktree at Fits to a T. That's F like Frank, I-T-S like Sam, the number two, the letter A, and the letter T. All right, y'all. Peace out. Thanks for listening to Meek with the Deets. If it's entertainment, health and fitness, and mental health, we're talking about it. It's our passion, and we hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review, and we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, you can find all our social media handles at Linktree at Fitz2AT. Y'all be cool, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>